With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, May 3rd, 2020, and I am your host, Renata. We will open up with prayer. Our Father and our God, we come before you, Lord, thanking you for everything you've done. Thank you for keeping us under your arc of safety. Lord, I thank you for each and every person that you have sent to this call today. I ask that you keep us strong, Lord. Keep us running in this race, Lord. Help us to continue to put on the full armor of God that we may withstand the wiles of the enemy, Lord. I ask you to watch over and protect each and every one of our loved ones and family members, Lord, and just give us the strength, Lord, to continue to serve you, Lord. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for every single thing. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I have a scripture here. The scripture is Luke 11, verses 9 and 10, and it says, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks, receives. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Amen. Okay. You know, we need to... to um, ask God for the things that we want, not just get frustrated and feel that God is not present and God is not in this with us because he is. The, the thing about when we do pray and we ask God for certain things, we feel that we're supposed to get it right then, right there. If not, we feel that God did not hear our prayers. Um, the Bible tells us that God knows what's best for us. We don't know what's best for us. He does. So everything you ask for, you may not get because God knows what is best for you. He knows what is best for me. Some things you you may pray and ask for and you may get, but it may be years down the line because God has a perfect timing and his timing is not our timing. So we need to continue to pray, continue to go to God with our requests, not only pray for ourselves, but pray for other people. Okay. This um, scripture 10 says every for everyone that asks receive. So you're going to receive what you ask for if you pray in earnest and that if if it is in God's will, because remember, it is supposed to be in God's will. Whatever we get is supposed to be in his will for our life, not our own. So, again, God may not see fit for you to have that thing. He just may not. There are several things I prayed for that I have not seen come to fruition yet. But there are plenty of things that I pray for that have come to fruition. So continue to pray. Continue to seek God and the Holy Spirit for guidance, for wisdom, for peace of mind, for doors to be open. Continue down that path and God will grant your requests, if it is in his will. 
Okay, and if you want to read that in your own time, it's Luke 11, verses 9 and 10. Amen. Welcome, everyone, to the call. Thank you so much for coming to today's call. I hope this call meets your expectations. I really hope that it is a place where um, you feel safe, you feel that you can share, you feel supported, because that's super-duper Important for us targeted individuals to feel like we have a listening ear, to feel like we have a support system because most of us don't outside of the community. So I hope that this uh, call serves as that, as that for you. If you desire to speak, star two, you will be able to speak. This is our platform. It's not my platform. It's our platform. We all get to share, okay? Whatever is on your heart that you want to talk about, you are welcome to talk about. Um, what else? Oh, next Sunday, there will be no call. Next Sunday is Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. I hope you have a great quarantine <laughs> kind of Mother's Day. It's a new Mother's Day, um, a, a new type of Mother's Day for most of us because you know not too many businesses are, are open, um, although there are different uh, states that are starting to open things up. So hopefully, um, you know, things are opened up in your area and you will have a great Mother's Day. OK, so don't forget there is no call, no call next Sunday. We'll be back the Sunday after that. Okay, questions of the day. How was your week last week? Anything you want to share, you know, in your um, targeting experience or otherwise? Does not have to be related to targeting. Um, how how How's everything been going for you? Anything you want to talk about in uh, the news? Anything new going on in your area, going on with the uh, coronavirus or anything? Doesn't have to be related to that. Um also, I was wondering, have you guys received your stimulus check if you were supposed to get one? Not everybody qualified to get one. Uh, my husband and I, we got a partial. We didn't get the whole thing like some other people I know, but we got some. So I said, well, thank you, Lord, for that because that's, you know, additional money that we didn't have. So thank God for that. So I think it goes off your income. So we didn't we didn't get as much as, as most people, but we got it. And we did get ours late too, because most people got theirs a couple of weeks ago. We just got ours. But thank God for that. Um, are there businesses reopened in your area? And how do you feel about that? Because there's a lot of protests going on on both sides. Some people want the businesses to stay closed because they think it's too soon. Other people are protesting because they want it open. Governors are defying um, authority. Um, excuse me. Mayors are defying the governors in their areas uh, authority by opening businesses when some state governors are saying we're not open for business yet. But some of the cities in, in those states are are just doing what they want to do and they're opening anyway and that's causing problems too so there's a lot of chaos going on as usual here in the u.s so share anything you want about that and i think i may have asked this one last week do you think there's a bigger agenda with this whole coronavirus thing and if so what do you think that agenda is okay a few things in the news Let's see, actually. 
Okay, so we have the, the COVID that's supposedly killing everybody, which some people question that because they say that they're like fudging the numbers and people that die of anything, they're blaming it on coronavirus. I don't know how true that is, but that's what people are saying. Okay, so we have that whole COVID scare going on, scaring you know a lot of people. Um, now, here's something else for people to worry about if you choose to worry. I'm not going to worry about it personally, but some people will. Okay, here it goes. Let's see. That's one way to encourage social distancing. Murder hornets arrive in the U.S. in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, so there's a, a bug. It looks like a bee. It's a hornet, and they're calling it the murder hornet, and it, it's, uh, you know, able to kill people. That's what they're saying. So that's on the loose now. Okay, it says Asian, Asian giant hornets, known as murder hornets, have shown up in the U.S. for the first time, giving Americans a refreshing change of pace and something else to worry about other than the deadly COVID pandemic. Uh, in any other year, reports of murder hornets being in the U.S. for the first time ever might instill some fear in people. But with the news dropping in the midst of a pandemic that has crippled the economy and left people under strict lockdown orders, it appears to have been greeted mostly with humor. Murder hornets, murder hornets, a name coined by researchers, popped up for the first time in the U.S. in December when four sightings were verified by the Washington State Department of Agriculture, according to a report from the New York Times. Asian green hornets are the largest hornet species in the world. They destroy honeybee hives by killing the bees and using them to feed their young, according to the WSDA. It only takes a few hornets to disseminate a honeybee hive in a matter of hours. Oh, that's terrible. We need the bees. They've already been killing them. The worry now is these hornets could spread in the U.S. and have a serious effect on the bee population, which in turn negatively impacts the many crops that need bees for pollination. The WSDA has started an aggressive trapping program to stop the spread of the hornets and hopefully another potential crisis. How have people responded to the news? Um, Battle worm from COVID-19, the potential for a crisis with murder hornets has been, um, surprised, has been taken surprisingly well. Let me see. Instead of murder hornets, I propose. Oh, anyway, this is just people making jokes, so I won't read that part. But um, in in addition to these murder hornets supposedly, you know, destroying beehives and things like that, they're saying that they also can can kill humans. Okay, so that's you know just another thing, and give it another couple of weeks, it'll be something else. So, star two, if you would like to speak. Star two. It's always something, I tell you. Hello. Yeah, hi there. Hello. Hey, Jerome. Hi. Uh, hi there. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were saying something about um, opening up businesses down here also. Uh, how do I feel about it? I don't. This this entire thing has been surreal. Um, just uh, just the idea of uh, everything is being closed up. It kind of 
kind of creeps you out. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone episode. But I, yeah, I don't weird. think we're. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think we're really ready for um, to reopen. Not 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 if it's the way they say it is, where um, you know it's the numbers they flex they fluctuate and they vary and they contradict themselves. So they say this, 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 there have been so many deaths here and so many deaths, and then they change the numbers. So I don't think it's, um, they're trying to hide things from the general public. So usually when that happens, it's usually worse than they say it is. So I don't think yeah. we're really ready to um, to open, to uh, to go back into full effect. I forget where they tried this, where the numbers went down, the virus started to, excuse me, go down a little bit, and they uh, and they opened things up, and boom, the the epidemic started to uh, to increase again. So I think we should take as much time as we need to get this thing, um, you know, under control, or for them to find some medical vaccine. Um, yeah, and, well, I've got my own so theory about this. So can I ask you a question? Because sure. you're talking about, you know, the numbers and everything. Do you believe, like some people believe, that anyone who dies these days, they're blaming it on COVID? Or do you believe all the numbers I, are genuine? I think it's not genuine, not all of it. I think everything that they, they I think every time someone passes on, even if it was from a suicide, they're going to say it was a virus. You know, if someone got hit mm-hmm. by a truck, they're going to say it was the uh, coronavirus. But I think they're trying to stack yeah. the numbers as high as possible. Just just to, um, you know, people died of the of, of normal flu before, and it was never a big uh, uh, media blast, you know. So all right. those stats, yeah, all those t- uh, stats, they're going to put it on the virus. So it's hard to know what the accurate numbers of of the actual deaths of this uh, coronavirus thing. Um, yeah, I, I think they 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 blame a lot of this, you know, other deaths on this uh, on this uh, on this virus. I don't think it's everything that it seems to be. I think uh, I think they've got an agenda that's um, a little bit more. It's, it's a little bit sinister. Where they're trying to push this new world order uh, bull, bull crap. Um, you know, some stores. My 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 uh, my friend was telling me that uh, there is stores that refuse to take money, and quite a few stores in our neighborhood refuse to take money. Really? Thank God. Yeah, they just don't want to handle it. They just like no credit or you know uh, interact or credit card. They won't even debate. It's just you don't have credit or ATM. It's just like you're going without. So yeah, yeah that's there. Yeah, that's been going on. Honestly, not a word of a lie. In uh, in some parts of uh, Ontario, Toronto. So I think they're using this uh, this 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 thing to further their agenda, which is the new world new world order. And I think they're trying to. You said. Uh, well, quite a few uh, conference calls ago, 
you were saying that uh, they were actually trying to eliminate money. This was before the coronavirus. So they had that agenda. They had that thing going on. So now mm-hmm. I think with you know, this thing flaring up, uh, they're going to use it to push their new world order agenda, which is to eliminate yeah. money and to and to get the next. You know, we've always heard about a, a one world currency, so I do believe we're yeah. going towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. That they're going towards that, uh, you know. And and there's another uh, agenda, which is the five uh, G tower, and they. That could be a lot of uh, that could be a cause of a lot of the ailments, because the the uh, symptoms of the 5G towers is flu-like. So it, it, uh, when 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 you get the radiation sickness, it, you appear that you have the flu. So again, you don't know if it's the uh, G towers that they've installed. They're installing them everywhere, and they're hiding them. They're hiding them in in, in everyday objects like. There was, uh, I don't know what part, it must have been in America. There was, um, they were installing the the tower, but instead of having it in the open, they disguised the damn thing as a cactus, right? So mm-hmm. it looks like a cactus, but it's actually a cell tower. So they're doing those kind of covert nastiness that they can install it right under your nose without people... Uh, um, making a big stink about it. So just like uh, 9-11, 9-11 was kind of sketchy. Everyone's got their own opinions now, and everyone can see clearly after the fact that 9-11 was ain't, it wasn't all that. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of, uh, was a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors, and uh, I'm not saying people didn't die, but I'm saying that uh, it was... And it was a government, uh, uh, what do you call it, Um, uh, street theater that cost a lot of lives. They played with people's lives and ended a lot of lives that they could promote their agenda. So I think this is a lot along the same lines where they invented this virus and they unleashed it on the population. And it could, it might have got out of control. Or, you know, it could be false news that the royalty, the royals had it and the, and there's a relative of the, of the, uh, what do you call it, call him the premier uh, over here. Um, One of his relatives had it, he's he's a political figure. So who knows, right? Um, There's just a lot of iffy gray areas where they could be using this pandemic to promote their um, promote their uh, their own uh, projects, their own you know objectives. So it's hard to tell. Um, yeah, but Canada, um, it's it it looks pretty weird. Like um, the streets are empty, uh, buses are empty, grocery stores now. There's big lineups. It's just it's just creeping me out a little bit. Um, it just looks like something out of the twilight zone. So, yeah, I just take it one day at a time and uh, call my family, make sure that they're doing okay. Um, and that's, you know, that, that's, that's, the, that's the best thing that I can do. And uh, as for my week, um, I just 
I just isolate. <laughs> I usually keep to myself anyway, so it's not really a big deal. The only thing that I'm missing is my karate. I love my karate. I love my wakisaki, right? Uh, yeah, I love I love to go to karate and kick the bag around and uh, and teach. So it 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 feels kind of different just sitting. Uh, just being not lethargic because I work out and I do my my routine here, but uh, it just feels a little weird and it feels a little bit strange. You're walking outside and you see things are taped up with signs that says "We're coronavirus, don't use this area has been sectioned off, uh, not for public use." So I just take one step at a time and just I use my sense of humor. To keep my spirits up, because <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, as soon as you let, as soon as you let this situation get to you, it can creep, it can creep you the hell out because you could go off uh, to left field, or some people might go off the uh, deep end, you know. But I found that using humor, I'm not saying I don't take this seriously. I do take it seriously. I think that uh, this thing can mess you up, well, no matter what's going on. If it was introduced by man into society or it was from China, like they said, or the Chinese uh, invented the virus. I don't know. But I think it's real, no matter how it got introduced in society, and it's dangerous. So I'm not taking it lightly, but I just uh, I just keep my spirits up with humor and, uh, you know, just keeping to my daily routine. My routine, it is so relevant especially now it helps so much just to uh just to get up and 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 exercise and do my little uh routine my karate routine and my mind i call it mind medicine don't know people yeah i don't know how people get through i don't know if they do the affirmations or meditation i don't know but some when i miss a day or two i am just like bo i can't i become different you know, people say that they're not the same without their morning coffee. My mm-hmm. uh, my mind medicine, yeah, my mind medicine. It's just it just boom. It keeps my keeps me going in the right direction. So uh, yeah, I hope everyone else is uh, okay out there. Um, anyway, that's that's uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, Jerome. I'm glad you're doing well. I'll put you on hold. Thank you. Okay, okay. Start two, if you would like to speak, start two. And thank you guys for waiting. I know it takes a while sometimes. Hello. Yeah, Renata? Hey, Charles. Yeah, how you doing, Renata? Okay, Good, hi, how are everybody. You? I'm all right. Okay, I'll start off with um what happened this week. Okay, is that um I got um doing the mail for $10,000. Okay. What happened with $10,000? Um, what happened? Yeah, I got a bill in the mail for $10,000, hospital bill. All uh, right, oh because um, I think I uh, think I recall that. I told you all that um, um, it, my insurance cut me off, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and, and, you know, I think the hidden hand is behind it. All right, and I think... The thing is so ridiculous, okay, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm pretty sure I can deal with, you know, beer and beat it. 
And, you know, so ridiculous. I got all the records that I paid the premium and stuff like that. So, okay, I can't understand why they would make a move like this. You know, it's really ridiculous, okay, because it's, you know, easily proven, easily substantiated. So, you know, but, you know, that's what happened. So, you know. How you that? Uh-huh. I said I am uh-huh. sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and um, um, well, okay. I said that um, you know, uh, week before last, I got the news that um, my uncle died. I had an uncle that died from um, coronavirus, and I got a cousin. Okay, that's um. Uh, he was on the ventilators. Um, he was on the ventilator. Um, no, but now he's doing all right. He's supposed to be stable and stuff like that. All right, so I got a I got a cousin in and an uncle who died, and you know a cousin that's recovering. All right, but I think um, the whole um, the whole thing. Okay, even though I believe the virus itself is real i think the whole thing is bs okay and thank god for people like um public um public officials who's not going along with the program okay and it's opening things up i think they should be highly praised okay i um while uh, walking the streets while you know during this week I was looking um I was looking at people wearing their masks on back and forth wearing their masks. Um most people are doing but some people are not like myself. Okay. And it just came to me that those masks is actually a symbol of obedience. Okay? It's actually a symbol of obedience. Who's obedient and who's not. Okay, because I mean I mean, I mean, it's been broken down many times, um, countless times. Okay, about um, how to, if if it was as dangerous, if the virus was as dangerous as they said it was, mass when it did nothing. Okay, it's a symbol of obedience. Okay, where later on when they go to the next phase, okay, and they start issuing um special ID and special testing so you can get your ID so you can be accepted to go into places that was normally open to the public. But now, if uh, for you to go here and there or get something from there, you know, or something like that, you have to show ID. That's coming down the road. I, I mean, I can see, like Jerome said, this this whole thing, this whole thing is a new world order setup, and it's, and that's coming down the road. I hope I hope people ain't stupid enough to actually allow that thing. But with the people, you know, the coin is tossed up in the air, it's still up in the air. So you know, don't know. Um, another thing too. Now, um, I believe the well. First of all, Renata. The um video yeah. of um Dr. Everson. Watch Yes, uh, that, isn't that the one that I um texted you about? 
Yeah, you said you was going to pass it on. I mean, did you watch it, though? That's first. I did. Yes, I did watch it. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah well, um, you know, you didn't say nothing about it. Okay, but, um, I mean, was it interesting to you or what? Okay, I did. I Okay, let me go back to my text because I sent you a whole bunch of stuff, a lot of comments yeah. about it. Yeah. I did comment. I don't know if you read it. Yeah, I did. I did. But um, um, the um, thing about no, it, those were my overall. Overall, did did you find it interesting? Did you, did you find you agree with it or what? That's what that's what I'm I asking. found it very interesting. I, and one of the most interesting things I found is that he said that in California, because he was kind of going state by state. He's well, not every state, but some states he called out, and he said in California, in reality, there's only a zero point zero three chance of dying from the virus. And I thought that was interesting because so many people walking around thinking I'm gonna catch it, I'm gonna die, you know, and he said in reality, that's not even really the way it is, you know. Right, um, right. and the numbers of uh, sciences and um, people in medical profession say, say the same thing, but go ahead. And he was saying that the stay at home orders should never have happened um, and that really by isolating everyone is really making their immune system worse because when you don't expose yourself to certain things, you're more susceptible to catching it. And he was saying how they just went about the whole thing wrong. And he also said, like, if you still allowing people to go to um, the grocery store, even, you know, sometimes you can go to the grocery store according to how they said, if it's essential, you still allow them to go to Walmart, you still allow them to go to Home Depot, then how is that really protecting people? Because some pe somebody who has the virus may be going to these stores. So either you lock everybody down permanently or you don't do it at all because it's, it's still going to spread just because people are still able to go to these stores. So he said it really makes no sense at all what they're doing and they never should have did it this way. Yeah, yeah, okay. And to actually go back to what he said at first is that, um, okay, I mean, catching the thing, as, as I said repeatedly, is not an instant death sentence. So everybody got to get mm -hmm. that straight in their mind. So everybody should get that straight in their mind. It's not an instant death sentence, okay? And I got the, again, I got the numbers right here. Okay, now the active cases is near a million people. Okay, the people who um just a minute, the fatal cases is sixty eight thousand. Sorry, you guys. Hold on. To connect uh, the job, receipt five ten. Uh oh. Go to the Bluetooth menu on your smartphone and okay, I'm sorry. To list. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The um fatal cases is sixty eight thousand. All right. So, still, okay, and something I've just found out earlier today is that last year, okay, people died, I mean, 60, 60, uh, around 60,000 people died, okay, from the flu alone last year. Right. That's what people have to keep in mind, that this is the flu, <laughs> you know, yeah. and they had um, when Obama was president, it was the H1N1, and people were dying from it, too. But mm -hmm. 
those are people with compromised immune systems. Not that anybody should die from it, but they're making it like the average person can catch it. But really, it's people that have underlying health issues that are mainly at risk. And not only that, when the H1N1 and the bird flu and some of these other flus was, you know, going around and they were just as deadly as this one, everybody didn't get locked down. That's why I know it's a, it's a whole nother agenda. A lot of that stuff right. that was going on under Obama, it went right over our heads. Like we heard about it in the news, but it wasn't yeah. this big mass hysteria going on because the president didn't you know, play it all up like this and make everybody hysterical and make people lose their jobs. So I see that it's a bigger agenda because believe me, when they start taking temperatures everywhere, which is what they're starting to do now, you got to take your temperature for work. You're going to have to take your temperature to go in just about any store uh, in order to get on an airplane, a train, a bus. You're going to have to take your temperature. They're taking temperatures through drones now. So don't think that that's going to go away when this so-called flu goes away. That that's not going to go away. So they're they're putting these things in place. Yeah, well, yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, I mean, did the Patriot Act go away? Exactly. There you go. You're right. Okay. I agree. Okay, the Patriot Act was the Patriot Act was supposed to be temporary. Remember? It's still right. Is. Exactly. Okay. Right. Okay. Start, started with Bush, went through Obama, and. Trump didn't do a damn thing about it yet. That's the thing I was raising when, um, when um, with the campaign going on, he was running for the presidency. I said, did Trump say anything? I mean, if you remember, because I, I even asked the question on this call, did Trump say anything about doing away with the Patriot and the NDAA? No. Okay, but everybody, a lot of people, a lot of people think he's the great outsider. He's a great outsider from the establishment. Okay, they, they, a lot of people are fooled about him, just like a lot of black people was fooled about Obama. But um, yeah. that's a whole other thing. But um, also, um, another thing that um, um, I believe her name is Jackie, she brought up that um, last week about um, the, um, the food plants and how they um, – getting shut down and stuff like that. Well, I didn't I didn't have the information on that first, so I didn't say anything uh, last week about that because, you know, I didn't do the research like I should have on that first, all right? But then this week I did do, do, do a little research, did a little looking up, okay? And one of the plans she said where 400 people dropped dead, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. 400 people got laid off because 15 people was tested and tested positive for the coronavirus. Well, I, no well, hold on, Charles. Wait, wait, hold on for a second. Uh, Jackie is here today so she can speak for herself. But I, I don't remember her saying 400 people dropped dead. I think, I don't think, I don't think she said that. I think she said some people died, but I don't think she said 400. But go ahead. I'm going to step out the room, but I'll be back. Go ahead. Everybody can hear you. Okay. Well, Okay, it's just that, um, you know, uh, 400 people got laid off because 15 people were tested positive. And they didn't say anything about those tests. The people tested positive died or taken away in the ambulance. They just said they was tested positive. Okay? So, you know, there's, you know, a lot of people are, you know, panicking. Okay, I mean, she was talking about um, 
there might be a panic. It's, it's a panic now because everybody believes the spin that's being given about this thing, okay? And so, you know, it's, it's almost a panic right now, okay? Because uh, another thing about the, um, about the um, food plants that, um, that uh, you know, I was reading about, okay, people, okay, get sick in a lot of those places anyway because they don't keep them clean. They don't keep them sanitary. That's why they usually have um, – um, immigrants working there in the first place because they can pay them cheap and get away with anything, poor working conditions and stuff like that, okay? So it was another thing about um, quite a few of those food, food plants, they don't keep them clean anyway, so people be getting sick in there anyway. So that's nothing unusual, all right? So um, just, just a minute. Accepting money. Okay, them not accepting the money, okay, that's on the agenda. Okay, they're going to knock out the paper dollar, okay, so they can have the uh, currency go electronically, and then there's more control. They have better control of you, of the person. If they want to cut you off, they, you know, you know cut off your plot um, like, um, electronically, easily, okay, and you become a person that's guilty, they have to prove innocent, innocent proven guilty. Okay, it's the other way around. So this, that's just another thing of more control. All right, so, oh, and I talked to um, uh, Samantha. She got a deep concept on the, um, on the thing about the mass itself. I hope she calls in. All right, but that's it. Renata? Okay, so, yeah, I just came back in the room. Were you done? Yeah. Thank you, Charles. Okay, I'll put you on hold. Okay, star two. If you would like to speak, thank you guys for your patience. I am going to get to you. Hello? Hello? Is that James? Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi, James. Okay? I can. can. Okay? How are you? Yeah, oh, can, are fine. you there? I'm here. Hello? Okay, good. Go right ahead. Go ahead, James. We can hear you. Okay. Um, I, um, I just wanted to stop and say hi. I haven't been here for a while. Um, the, uh, I don't know if everybody knows it. I'm, I have a lot of time to research, and so I do because I, um, you know, I have my website and I have to post things on there. So um, people should be getting ready for a famine. Really, uh, I, I hate to say that, but it's true. If you go to my website, and I'll give that website. JamesLico.com, J-A-M-E-S-L-I-C-O.com. I got a. I I don't know how this video started playing when people go to it, but but it does. I I didn't really want that, but it's the one you should be looking at. The video of a rancher in 
Texas who uh, says that they're having to euthanize, slaughter cattle, chickens, hogs, because they can't, the um, processing plants are closed because of uh, COVID-19. And uh, people are getting more, uh, people are getting about a third more than their jobs pay for unemployment. And I don't know why that is. Um, I got a, I got a feeling that it's to keep people from going back to work because they don't, they want the businesses to fail. And that's what a lot of people were talking about that uh, the uh, globalists want the economy to fail. And that's why all these people have laid off um, or out of work. And I think it's a lot more people than we think because it's, it's, the, uh, it's the people who own the businesses and the workers for those businesses. And they, a lot of those jobs and businesses won't even be around when they finally open up. Um, so they want to keep it locked down for a while. And, you know, people don't, I think, don't realize that people are on the edge. People have always um, lived, you know, paycheck to paycheck. And many people are like that, and they just don't have the money to pay for food. And now food is going to cost... Um, you know, meat that costs three dollars a pound is going to cost thirteen dollars a pound more. And we're, you know, we're seeing the price gouging, James. We're seeing the price gouging in many areas, but especially with the food. And um, I've been saying that for a while. I saw it coming a while ago. That uh, you okay, know, the well, plants are closing, and they're saying the plants are closing because. Uh, people are catching the COVID at the plant, so they're just shutting the plants down altogether. But it's showing up in the grocery stores because the, the shelves here are pretty bare. Um, you just kind of have to get whatever you can get. The meat doesn't even look good. A few little packs of meat that's bare don't even look good. And I've been saying that. I started my garden, and, and I've, I've been trying to encourage others to start a garden, even if you don't know anything about gardening. At least, you know, you have a little bit of time right now. Because food takes a while to grow, and we sh we should be prepared. I mean, the Bible talks about famine, so it's coming. And it seems like mm -hmm. it's coming soon. Yeah, I was wondering maybe you'd want to play this video I have on my website, so I'm, so everybody can hear it because um, this is the this is the aspect from a rancher who who raises cattle and. Um, so he knows uh, a lot about, you know, that that field or that area. Would you like to do mm -hmm. that? I'm going to your Would website you like right to... now. Okay. Yeah, let me find it. It'll start right up. Oh, I see it. Uh, how long is it, James? It's six minutes. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. He... Um, he really goes into it right off the bat. Yes, I'm I'm going to play it, Um, but there are people who have been waiting, so I'm going to let them speak, and then I'll play it, okay? Oh, okay. All right, I'll, uh, I'll stop right now. Okay, thank you, James. Okay. 
Okay. And if I forget, remind me because I, I do want to hear it myself. Okay, star two, if you would like to speak, star two. And thank you, everyone, for waiting, for your patience. Hello. 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 Hi, Renata. Hey, Jackie. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I wanted to say that um, I said that there was a lady who represented the Navajo Nation that said that their elders were uh, dying, were falling dead, you know, many of them were falling dead. Well, any, anyway, um, there was a lady, um, I don't know how to do it, but when my son comes tomorrow, I'll try to see if I can get him to do it. Um, someone sent it to me. It's an emergency room nurse. She's African-American, and she's been a nurse for 35 years. She said mm-hmm. that she normally keeps quiet. But she's asking everyone if they would please forward the video. She said African Americans are dying, and she said this is not a lie. She said I've seen it with my own eyes. She says that when the virus has more than one strain, and she says that what happens when it gets into the African Americans, it clots the blood, and many of us are vitamin D deficient. And she says many of us have mm-hmm. other health, underlying health problems. And she said that um, the African Americans don't have the fever. They don't have, uh, she said, the cough. They just don't feel good. And they call that Belize. That's what that is known as um, in the hospital. What is, I mean, what is that called? Jackie, Belize. what is that called? Believe. I don't know how you spell it, but believes, B-L, believes, believes or something. She says that's what that's called. And um, she, she said you just don't feel good. You, you're not really sick. She said they, they, were, they interviewed some people, and there were some people in the emergency room. They were fine. And then um, they come back there. You know, they start working on them, and within no, no time, the people are dead. And she said that mm. what it is is that they die from the blood clotting and the, uh, their lungs filling up with blood and phlegm. And she said that it just starts out of nowhere. And she says that you, you just don't feel good at first. And she says, yeah. I'm warning my African-American brothers and sisters. She said, we have to start listening, and we have to start helping ourselves. She said, the, um, the doctors are finding out that the, uh, the virus works on different people differently, and they, they, it's, it has them puzzled. They, 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 they don't, they're not really understanding exactly, but they have found out that it works worse on people of color, not just African-Americans, but, but disproportionately African-Americans, but also Hispanics and Indians and people of color. This is what she's saying. And predominantly African-American males. And um, huh. she said they're going in and they're not coming out. And oh, my. She said it was breaking her heart as a nurse. 
she said, and I'm telling you, if you don't feel well, she said, start taking you some fresh garlic. She said, make you an onion poultice and put it on your chest. She said, if you can't get to an emergency room, she said, do not lay down. She said, because if you do, you're going to choke on your own blood. She said, this is what's happening. You know, you know when this, you know, when this um, COVID stuff start, first started, I saw a video of an African-American man who said he had it. And he was in intensive care, could not breathe, respiratory, and a bunch of pain, the whole thing. He said he saw death. He knew death was coming for him. And he said the Lord spoke to him and told him to get up and walk. And he said as painful as it was, he said it was so painful for him to walk. He was like, Lord, I cannot walk. But he said something just kept saying, get up and walk. And he said getting up walking is what saved him. Because he was not just laying there letting all that phlegm and things build up. He said he got better by the day. I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but she's saying that they want us to feel that it's, that it's a, a hoax. They don't many they don't want many of us to know how serious, truly serious that this is happening because African-Americans are starting to complain. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of Pastor Noel Jones. He's very popular. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Preacher. He had yeah. a, you know um, that's Grace Jones' brother. Did you know that's Grace Jones' brother? Yeah. He had mm-hmm. a um, forum on YouTube last week, and you can still get it because I saw it this morning, where he had doctors, African-American doctors with PhDs, and things on there, scientists and stuff, saying that it absolutely is doing that in the African-American community. But African-Americans are getting upset because it's disproportionately, and this is what he said, the main, hold on to your hat. <laughs> Lack of medical care in the earlier stages of our lives is one of yeah. the reasons why African-Americans, not our diet, Mm-hmm. He said. He said many poor people cannot go to the doctor when they're sick. Hmm. A lot of hospitals will leave you sitting in the emergency room. And remember the 17-year-old boy who went to the hospital with the COVID-19, and they took they wouldn't accept him because he had welfare insurance, or he didn't have any insurance. One of the two. And they said they took him to another hospital where they take charity cases, and he died as soon as they got into the, into the, um, the emergency room. He had been ill. Wow. And they're hmm. saying that the, one of the reasons why it's hitting the African-American population that poor, they don't make a lot of money, many of them, and um, – the lack of of uh, care, getting proper care, and uh, some of it is our diet, but it's not always because we want it. But eat a lot of bologna, eat a lot of hot dogs, a lot of the cheap food. Um, processed. Processed foods. We're not eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, all of, a lot of that stuff plays. And, and I know they're not lying because when we were small kids, 
I remember my grandmother would babysit for us while my mom would work, and my mom used to do days work and ironing while she went to school. And my grandmother would take one of them big old pouch uh, things of bologna and cut it up into pieces and make uh, put onions and put uh, gravy over it and pour it over mashed potatoes, and we would eat that for dinner to because it would fill us up. Mm-hmm. And there was, you know, that bologna was not really good for us. No. But they were trying to keep our bellies full, and sometimes she would make a big old pan of cornbread, and we would eat with cornbread with buttermilk or molasses for dinner. Yeah. And they, and but we had it, we had it better than some. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a lot of it is our diet, just like the man was saying. Many of us aren't getting um, vitamins. Um, a lot of African-American women and Appalachian women, too, do not get prenatal vitamins. Uh, a, lot, a lot of a lack of medical care um, is one of the reasons why many African-American, and, and if you saw, they show those people on that Navajo Nation how poor they are out there on that reservation. And so they're sick, too. You know, they're getting right. it. Because they're not eating, they're not getting their vitamins and different stuff like that. And um, I wanted to say this one thing that um, my husband and I were reading in the Bible, and Second um, Chronicles seven thirteen, and um, this is what the Lord said: If I shut up the heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence amongst my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal the land. Now, at first I was telling my husband that I didn't believe that God had anything to do with the coronavirus, but that is a pestilence. Mm-hmm. And um, um, the, those those locusts that they're talking about that that are eating up the the um, the bees, he just right said yeah. right here, if I send them, if I command it, and if I can about there's you know the droughts and different things, tornadoes, all this stuff. He said, God says right here that he says it. And so I'm not saying he might may inadvertently send it through mankind because of their wickedness, and he knows what they're going to do. But my husband said that all of these things have to take place before the coming of the Lord because this is him uh, allowing the people to uh, prepare themselves to be ready for his return. But we wouldn't even have to go through any of this. He said if, if the people that are called by his name, and those are the believers. Well, right. humble themselves in Christ. And my husband and I were talking about, that's all you see on TV anymore is all these pastors falling into sin. And are they supposed to be um, showing the people the right way it's supposed to be, the Bible says that an a, a elder is, or is supposed to be blameless, the husband of one wife and all this, and they marrying and marrying and marrying and marrying and doing all this 
and cheating on a wife and get kids over here and babies over there and all this. And, you know, God is, is, he is, judge, is sending judgment down uh, because of all this sinning. And um, mm-hmm. what we have to do is, as people of God, we have to humble ourselves and pray and seek his faith. It's, just, it's not just enough to pray. It says right here, and seek his faith which means that we have to get on our knees and seek his and pray and, and get in our word and seek God, you know, and then turn from all this mess that's going on in the churches. Mm-hmm. God said that he will not be mocked. And he said, whatsoever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. So all this stuff that's being done to us, they're going to get it back. Some, one way or another, I believe some of that, what God had told me that he had heard his people cry and saw their tears, I believe this coronavirus stuff is some of God saying that he's tired of his, because a lot of targeted individuals are believers. And I believe God is hearing our cry, and he's hearing our prayer. And um, just like one man was saying on YouTube, he said church is never going to be the same again because people are getting used to being able to go online and get them a good message. You don't have to sit up in the church and go through it getting cussed out by sister so-and-so or sitting in her seat or uh, sister so-and-so twisting her behind all up in your husband's face and all this kind of stuff. You can sit right there in the house <laughs> and watch and, and, mm-hmm. and, and get you some message, messages um, online. Some of the stuff that, that is going on in the churches, God's judgment is coming down. He's, he, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's only going to allow so much to happen and hear, to hear his people cry. Because remember when Israel was being persecuted, how he sent uh, Moses to deliver the people out of the land of bondage. So there's only going to be so long before God sends some kind of a deliverance for his people. He can't, he's not going to keep listening to us screaming out and crying and, and, and crying and praying to him and he not answer. He said in his word that if you call upon me, I will answer and show you mm-hmm. great and mighty things. So God is answering, but he has his own way of answering. He's not going to just answer the way that we think because his ways are high higher and, and greater and above our ways, but I can see his hand. I can see him working. I feel a great um, peace um, because I feel like God is starting to work, and I believe he's working on targeting individuals he has. And all those targeted individuals that are listening today, I feel it in my spirit. This is not the end of it. This virus may be just the beginning of the iceberg, because God is showing them, I'm God. Who do you think you are? Who do you right. think you are to put my people in bondage? Who do you think you are to do all this wicked stuff that these people that's calling out, calling on my name and praying and crying and living right? Because if, you, if you're mm-hmm. living the best that you know, a holy and an upright life, God says that he was going to be the one that's going to send down the blessings. So if he's blessing us for living a holy life and they're doing all this wicked stuff, he's not going to continue to allow them to do it. He's, he's not because he's a just God. But he's such a just God, he has to even allow them to come to repentance. So I'm going to quit 
you know what I'm saying? But I, I truly do believe that this this virus is only the beginning, and God is listening to all of the targeted individuals that's crying out to him, and not just the targeted individual, every person is being unjustly treated. He 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 did it. He did it in back in the days of old when they were persecuting the, the Christians and leashing the lions out on them and all that kind of stuff. And he he's gonna do it today. So oh, and I wanted to say one other thing. My husband told me he just read in the newspaper today the Kroger's and Skim Ray start limiting the amount of meat that you can buy. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, grow your food, grow your food. Even if you do it in your house, in your apartment, in your backyard, on the front porch, in your windowsill, grow your food. Get it started now, you guys. The food shortage is coming. I'm getting ready to do. I got my little pots together. I'm going to have my husband to go get me some uh, some uh, uh, some dirt. And I saw uh, somebody was showing how you can put an onion in the dirt and uh, some celery and, and different stuff and beans and stuff like that. Your mm-hmm. own self, you don't even have to go get any seeds. Any so of your talking. root vegetables, any of your root vegetables, you can germinate those and you can you can grow them from your grocery store scraps. Like you said, you can get a bean, you can sit that in some water until it gets mm-hmm. a little roots and you can put that in the dirt. You can do that with celery, you can do it with tomatoes. You can do it with cucumbers. Anything that has seeds like that, you can do it. Potatoes. Mm-hmm. I would strongly recommend growing some potatoes, you guys. I have mine growing in a in a garbage can, a, a clean garbage can that I bought from. I bought it from Walmart, put holes in it. I never used it as a garbage can. Um, but I mean, you can. You if you have one, you can just clean it out. Put ho- anything, just put holes in it. That's the main thing. And get your soil, get potting soil. Do not get garden soil. Unless you're going to do it in the ground, you would get garden soil. If you're going to do it in a pot or some sort of container, you get garden soil. Um, Excuse me, potting soil. And um, Mm -hmm. you can do the same with potatoes that you just talked about. I think it's really Mm -hmm. important for us to grow potatoes because potatoes will fill you up. And you can do a lot of things with potatoes. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but they take several months to grow. I can have two pots and I'm going to start another one tomorrow. Um, yeah, yes, grow your food, you guys, because the, the, they're already rationing the food. When they tell you you mm-hmm. only can get one of this or that, that's food rationing. Well, my okay? husband said it so, started in Ohio. It, it, it was in the news yeah. today. He said, I'm glad I went to the store and he got a lot of chicken and we got it in the freezer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but well, they're uh, already rationing here. They've been doing it here for like at least so, and we stand in long lines just to get in the store these days. Oh my God, I yeah. really don't believe it. I don't believe it's a hoax, and I don't. I do do believe. Uh, there was a young young man on uh, on on um, Facebook who was taking uh, a video in the prison, and he was showing that they were taking dead bodies out of the prison and hiding them. They didn't want people, and he and he was a young man in the, in the bed next to him. He said, "Look at him. You see how sick he is." He said, "If I y'all don't hear from me again, you see it." Yeah, that's sad. What about what about the U-Haul trucks that were filled with bodies outside the funeral home? Where was that? New York. Yeah. They could smell them rotten. Mhm. Yeah, this is a very this different is, time. This is, not, this is not made up. No, 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 no. I don't think anybody think it's made. I don't think anybody on this call think it's made up. I think a lot 
I think that it was on purpose. But there's some people that just think that thinks that it's not that bad. I believe it's just as bad as they say it is. I do. Yeah. Well, my cousin was in my cousin was in intensive care, and she's with the um, COVID, and she got out, and she's back in. So I do know. I mean, a lot of us is touching, you know, us closer than it is for some others. Like Charles said, he had one family member sick, and one passed away, and um, um, oh my God, Melvin, who comes to this call sometimes, he had like three family members that died from it. So I think we know that it is happening, you know, but I think it was intentionally put out there. But it doesn't yeah. matter how it was out there, it's out there. Yeah. And it's only it's only the beginning because we're we're getting we're under that one world government. The thing about the money, they not want the money and all this that that they want they want to do trade and all this. It's everything that they say is, is right in the Bible. It's all happening. True. That's true. Okay, I'm going to let somebody else talk. Okay, I'm going to take this last one before I, um, thank you, Jackie, before I play James' video. James, I am going to play your video. Have not forgot. Hello? Uh, hi, Sister Renata. I hope your family's well and your mom and dad. I think of you. You said that yeah, you would cook, well. your, cook food for them. Okay. Now, I'd like to honor Honorable Brother Jerome, I need to tell him that I can't make any calls to his country, but it was good to hear his voice. I hope he and everyone, I have some information to give everyone, that uh, the Caribbean show on WURD.com comes on at 7 p.m. Eastern Time in Philadelphia, WURD.com. I think it's either WURDradio.com. And uh, it is melanin-enriched own. I know that I don't say black. Black means void of color. And the bottom line, melanin is worth more than gold on the stock market. And that's why they can put it in our face. Now, I heard you all, and I'm humble. I don't have Internet, but I hope I can give someone homework and they'll report to us. I'm not sure if this would be in the Black's Law Dictionary, which you should be able to get on your Internet that is like a Bible to anyone that studies law. We are people of the law. But desecration of a corpse, I think, is in violation of law. So I hope someone can look that up. But more emphatically, again, look on the interest on the stock exchange, melanin, the negroid, caucasoid, mongoloid. Negroid has, our skin is our largest organ of our body, melanocytes, C-Y-T-E-S is the suffix for the word cell that holds the melanin. We have melanin in our cells that are supposed to hold them. Caucasoids do not, and most of the mongoloids, Asia Major, don't. And they have an extra okay. chromosome, Asia Major. Okay, excuse me, let me ask you a uh, question. Can I Okay, hold on, hold on, because you wanted us to look up something on Black's Law. I have it pulled up. Yeah, slow down a little bit. What is it that you want me to look up on Black's Law Dictionary? Okay, I was going to give you several things. Give me First one. Of all, me I was one. saying because she just mentioned about the desecration of a corpse, when, and this is happening in every city. 
what it is they want the melanin. They're not giving the body back to the family members. As soon as you hear ventilation machine, normally that's a death sentence right there, and I've heard two doctors admit that. The medical industry is about practicing. They do not heal. And I heard you talk about potato. Look up acrylamide, A-C-R-Y. L-A-M-I-D-E, acrylamide. But back to your question in reference to the Black's Law Dictionary, you know how so many people talk about uh, conspiracies? There are approximately eight types of conspiracies in the Black's Law Dictionary. Instead of us being caught up in the little jargon and sound so foolish, say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, and don't even know, please let us look up what type and how many conspiracies there are in the Black's Law Dictionary. We are people of the law. Now, I know that there are closing schools. You're going to have more people with MBAs that never even looked at a door of a college, as well as doctorates. And I, in the 60s, had to, uh, that was one of my jobs, to, to get the particulars of the various ones that wanted to be interns, and they were cheating then. Now it's more easy because you have a computer. But add that to the fact, you understand what I'm saying, all the colleges closed. Oh, what happened? Are you still there? That's your phone, Sister BB. Hello? We can't hear you. I don't know if you can hear us, but we cannot hear you. Hello? Okay, so what I'm going to do is go to James' video. James, I hope you are still there. Okay, I'm not sure what happened to Sister BB, you guys. I, it's, it must be her phone because it's not me. Okay. So. Let me go to... James video but you gotta bear with me for a minute because I want to see how I can get this to play louder so hold on hey everybody this okay you guys and I don't think you guys are gonna be able to hear it like that um Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And just a reminder for those of you who were not here at the beginning, next week is Mother's Day, so we will not have a call. And for all you mothers, I hope you have a great Mother's Day. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on, you guys. Hey, everybody. I just need to, I want to play this from my um, cell phone so I can... I can have it louder so you guys can hear it. 
me a sec. Slow computer here. Pick it up over here. Hold on, I'm almost where I want to be. Hold on. Sorry, you guys. I'm almost where I want to be. Hold on. Okay, James. I hope you're you're listening because I'm going to play your video. Okay. Hey everybody, this is Shad Sullivan from the headwaters of Bitter Creek, Archer County, North James Texas. Video, we have to talk. State officials will be assisting to help identify potential alternative markets if a producer is unable to move animals and if necessary advise and assist on depopulation and disposal methods. Ladies and gentlemen, we are plowing under vegetable crops from coast to coast. We are euthanizing millions of chickens. We are aborting sows and burying feeder pigs. We are dumping milk by the hundreds of thousands of gallons and now they are preparing us to depopulate the fat cattle ready to harvest because of a bottleneck created by the effects of COVID. This thing hasn't been created by COVID, but the effects of COVID and the logistics therein. We are in trouble. Our food supply is in trouble. And I am appealing to producers and consumers across the nation to start calling. Yesterday, the first shipment of imported beef from the country of Namibia hit the shores of the United States of America. And yet this morning, they are telling us to prepare to euthanize harvest-ready cattle. Am I the only one that sees a problem in this? It is time we get the American people back to work. It is time we get money flowing. It is time we get food on the shelves. Because if you're not concerned about this food supply problem, you better be. We have a huge supply and demand of food across this nation. We can feed the world ourselves, and yet we're destroying our harvests. At the same time, we are importing beef from other countries, beef that is less regulated than our beef, less safe, not as high quality of product, and yet it's happening. At the same time, they are preparing for us to euthanize our harvests. Does that make sense to America? For the last 10 years, we have been uh, pressed to be sustainable. I've said all along, sustainability is a fraud. And right now, 
we're being forced to destroy our harvests. That doesn't sound like sustainability to me. But it is part of the overall goal to vertically integrate your food system. You see, they cannot have control of the people unless they have control of the food, the water, the land, production. That's right. It is time we get back to work. It is time uh, the American people force uh, the government to listen to us. We are of, by, and for the people. This is not Nancy Pelosi's country. This is not Donald Trump's country. This is your country, and you're going to go hungry. We must get regional and local packing houses up and going. Do we have to have those big, big packing plants? You bet we do, and they need to be running right now. We need help. You as a consumer are in trouble. My dad told me years ago the best thing that would happen to America is if everybody had to sit in the dark, cold, and hungry, and that would wake them up. Well, I think it's coming. We're in a dangerous position, ladies and gentlemen. We need to get inspectors into these small plants. We need to get better inspectors. We need to get going on this today, not tomorrow, today. You need to be calling your legislators. We need to be opening up the country. Your food supply is in danger. Ranchers are going broke every day. We're doing all we can to stay here. We are in crisis in America. This is a crisis. This is a national crisis. And everybody's just sitting back enjoying their time off, enjoying that $1,200, not knowing that overnight you're going to go hungry. It's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, we need your help. We need your help today. Everybody, all hands on deck. It's time. We need you to go to USA, uh, demandusabeef.com, sign the petition for country of original labeling. People want to know where their food comes from. I don't want any beef out of Namibia. I don't want any beef out of Brazil. I want my own beef. I'm blessed to be able to eat my own beef. But a lot of you aren't. And you need the freedom to choose your product. Demand mandatory country of origin labeling. Demand that these people get back to work. Where have our patriots gone? Where are you? I ask you that today. This thing's going to be incredibly tough overnight. It's already tough. You think the shelves were empty two weeks ago. You just wait. We have a bottleneck in this processing facility and the logistics in this uh, transportation system of our food supply. You think we're not in trouble? We are. I'm sorry. My tone is so bad. I'm so upset. But we have got to get this going today, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate your support. Producers, start reaching out to consumers. Forget these associations. Forget all of the, the corrupt bullcrap that's been going on. we got to put a stop to it, too. It's time. My apologies for my tone. I'm worried about my country. Try to make it a good day, you guys. Wow, that was deep. Okay, I hope you guys were able to hear that. He had uh, he was standing outside and it was pretty windy, but um, he's saying what I knew. I saw it coming. There's going to be a food shortage, and like he said, you guys, it's going to happen overnight. Please. Please do something to be able to sustain yourself for a long period of time.
It's all an agenda. Thank you, James, for that. Thank you so much. I may um, put that on my channel because that, that's a really important video that needs to get out. Star 2, you have any comments about that or anything else? Hello? Hello? Excuse me, Renata. Yes, Renata? hey, Charles. Yes, okay, hey. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, um, here's the thing, okay, um, want to do a little rebuttal, okay, I'll keep it cordial, okay, and all that, but, okay, first of all, thank James, okay, for that, um, video or audio or whatever it was, it's very important, I'm definitely going to go and sign that petition, and I hope, you know, other TIs do too, okay, and that's one of the things that I want to bring up, is that, Okay, things are going to happen. Okay, things are going to happen. Okay, if the people allow it to happen. Okay, now what what you're doing is uh, what you, you know what you the message that you're spreading forth is commendable about growing your food and all that type of stuff. But okay, I, I'm afraid it's going to take more than that. It's going to take people in action. So y'all, I mean, I, I highly rec um. um say that people should seriously consider, okay, those protests, if not the protests, then as the guy said in the video, um, you know, to, uh, um, uh, correspondent, uh, petitions mm -hmm. and letters and everything to public officials, okay, that you're not standing for this, okay? The only thing that, uh, I mean, this is only going to go down, okay, if, if, you know, if the people go along with it, it's as simple as that. Second, well, like he said, okay. where are the patriots? He said that. He said, where are the patriots? Right, right. I mean, that. I mean, that was a high-powered um video right there. I mean, I mean, I didn't see it. I just heard it. But that was high-powered. I mean, and I definitely gonna look it up because I want it, you know, saved too. And um, another thing, okay, about this thing hitting on uh, people of color so hard. Okay, that's, okay, I mean, that narrative is pushed, okay? And I, I don't disregard any, um, um, I don't disregard any, um, that, I mean, that there's something to it, okay? But I think that's overblown too because here it is. Okay, if that's true, if that's true, then just a minute. Uh, Somalia, Somalia, 700, um, 722 cases, 32 deaths. Tanzania, 480 cases, 16 deaths. Okay, Jamaica, 400 and... 60 cases, eight deaths. All right. Um, just a minute. And you know, I can go. Like I said, I, you know, I go. I go for the facts. What I'm saying is that okay. Um, if that's the case, if if this is really the case, okay, about what she said about on um, the black people hitting the hardest. Well, how come how come the numbers are so low in Africa? And in the islands, how come they so low? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, really, well, I mean, I can go down, I can go down right here. The official yeah. list right here, Niger, Niger, 750 cases, 36 deaths. Why are they so low? Okay, Charles, let me say this. This is what I got out of what Jackie was saying. First, she was repeating something, a video that she had seen, and then before that, she was saying a nurse said that she has seen with her own eyes how a lot of African-Americans, not all, yeah, I want a to lot, to that too. Coming, Go ahead. coming to the hospital, and, you know, they're, they, they're not showing any symptoms, but then all of a sudden, you know, they die from the COVID. I think the point, more than the numbers or the statistics, I think the point is that we should not get lackadaisical and not think that it can happen to us. Because a lot of times African-Americans think that we have superior blood, which in some ways our melanin does make us, and I don't want to argue with anybody on this, this is my own opinion, you know, there is something to be said about the melanin in us, okay, that makes us stronger in certain areas, okay, but we should not get relaxed about it, I think is the whole point Jackie was trying to make, the African-Americans shouldn't get relaxed because when this first started, someone came out and said African-Americans can't catch it at all, we can't catch it at all, they even show a um, a white uh, police officer um, coughed in the, and he was in the projects. I forget which state he was in, but he coughed as like a hoax, like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys the COVID. And this black lady said, we can't catch it anyway. Well, that's false. I'm telling you, I have a family member that's in the hospital for the second time with this. You have a relative that has died and one that's sick. Melvin has three that's died. So I think the point that Jackie's trying to make, and I don't mean to speak for her, she can speak for herself, is that we should not get so relaxed to think that it cannot happen to us. No matter what the numbers say, no matter if it's a small amount of black people, we can catch it just like everybody else. And especially like she was saying, because we have um, the highest numbers when it comes to things like diabetes and being overweight and high blood pressure and those type of things factor in to people catching it. Not to say all African-Americans are unhealthy, but a lot of us are. And like Jackie said, goes back, goes way back. Because when she was talking about the things that, that her mom made you know, them for dinner, because a lot of times that's all they had and she was trying to fill their stomach. It was the same with us. We ate pancakes for dinner a lot because we got great big bags for free from the government. We ate the government cheese. We ate the peanut butter. We ate the K-Ro syrup sandwiches. So a lot of people don't know nothing about that. Just get some bread and put some syrup on it. We ate sugar sandwiches, you know, so, and it wasn't, the, it wasn't neglect. It was what our parents had, you know, so a lot of it, and then that carries on. I'm still dealing with the overeating and the overweight now, 50 something years later. So a lot of times we are, un, we are of the unhealthy, us and the Hispanics, you know, and I think that the message here is not really the numbers, not really how many is dying from what just to be aware that it can happen to any of us, no matter what our nationality is. And black people should not get relaxed. Listening to ignorant people saying black people can't catch it. That was some person in the beginning about black people can't catch it. That's ridiculous. Yes, they can. And they have. So well, that's it. All, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, all right. There's no way, in, I mean, no way in the world that I said that black people can't catch it. Or, no, 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 uh, I'm not saying you said that. I'm not saying you said okay, that. Okay, because, no, because, okay, people in my, I, I tell I tell you, people in my family have. 
okay? Right. I'm saying, okay, I'm not jumping from one extreme to the other, saying that people can't catch, but I definitely ain't going to say that, you know, um, you know, people are just falling by the wayside, you know, people, people are dropping like flies. No, because that's not true, okay? This is an exaggeration. I'm saying it, okay? The numbers speak for itself. It's as simple as that, okay? And you want to say that, you know, um, poverty, black people and poverty and how they, <laughs> Africa ain't, I mean, Africa ain't no economic, I mean, for some it is, but Africa, you know, for most people, ain't no economic paradise, okay? Trinidad, this, that, that's not in Africa. Um, 16, 116 cases, eight people died. Bermuda, um, 114 cases, 70 people died. Okay, okay, and I can go to Uganda, 89 cases, zero people died. All right, so the thing about it is, okay, it's, it is being blown up. Now, she talked about, um, she heard this from the nurse, the video of a nurse. Okay, who's to say? I don't know for sure, and she don't know for sure. Who's to say she ain't, that nurse ain't one of the people that's being propped up by the establishment to push some BS? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that? Okay, because, okay, you want to talk about the um, um, so, um, people um, being um, – um, people um, being stacked up, our bodies being stacked up. Okay, there's tons of videos, okay, with people going from hospital to hospital showing ain't nothing going on at all. Yeah. I mean, if y'all just look at it, I mean, t- there's nothing going on at all. Okay, so, I mean, really, people got to seriously start, I mean, consider, I mean, I ain't going to tell nobody what to do, okay? Consider what is um, fair propaganda. Okay, fear mongling. Okay, and they got a serious um, consider what action they're going to take as far as dealing with this thing because yo, it's 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 not enough. I mean, a warning is good that oh, this is coming down. Oh, they're going to do this and all that. Well, what you going to do about it? Right. Y'all better. See, I mean, seriously consider that. What do you want to do about it? Well, okay. I'm gonna sign that petition. I'm gonna go back and listen to the video, and I'm gonna sign that petition that he that he said. It is important for mm-hmm. us to take action. Very important. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, it was a couple of other things that um I wanted to say, but it slipped my mind. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I'll repeat it again. Talking about um um people because um Jerome. Okay, and yo, I, I, I consider it cool. And another thing is, um, um, I hope that, um, okay, did you pass? Oh, okay, well, the the, the video of um, Dr. Erickson, I hope you pass it on to um, um, James or Jerome and whoever else. Okay, well, I sent but, it to um, James. I sent it to James, um, and uh-huh. I sent it to Jackie. I have to check with Jerome to see if he has an email address because I don't have his email. Okay, all right, and. Um, that well, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just want to call for that rebuttal because um, you know, I just want to say we want to put that out there. Okay, is that okay? I'm the one. Okay, to say well, don't think that um, nobody on the call, okay, or in the community 
and saying, I, I definitely ain't saying that this virus ain't real. I'm saying, and I'll say it openly, I've said it before, okay? It's nowhere as dangerous as they make it out to be. Yeah, so a lot of things going on. That's true. Okay, so I, I, I can come with facts. They come with actual facts. And, yo, we can debate, debate it any time. Okay, well, okay, that's it. Okay, I'm going to go. Um, we've got a bunch of people with their hands raised. Thank you, Charles. Yeah. And it's okay. You know, it's okay. A healthy disagreement is fine. Sometimes we just agree to disagree. Okay, let me find Sister BB again because she got cut off. I think this is her. Hello. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Because I come with homework, I'm begging people to please get their pen and paper because we're being duped. And, and the worst thing, this is why they can close the schools because we've all got, uh, come to think that, oh, I know what they're doing, and you think you have the right answer. In this country, the United States of America, again, we have the Declaration of Independence, the consent of the governed. We, the people, endowed with unalienable rights, that means no one can take them away, cannot be given away, and cannot be separated. That opens the door for the Constitution of the United States of America, of which our employees are supposed to protect and defend, even our armed services personnel, and we, the people, are the government. Now, we weren't taught that in schools because I had to sit next to these so-called master degree teachers calling the children name and telling them to shut up and eat food that was microwaved two seconds too long and had no extra meal to give to them. And again, you're going to have a lot of people coming into different positions that don't have a degree. And all these other ones, this medical industry, we have more than allopathy. We have uh, homeopathic doctors, naturopathic, I'm a sky medicine, we are walking melanin ritual man. Allopathy, all they do is practice. The majority of them owe student loans. And again, I will repeat this. I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, but when I heard a preacher say that he wants help from the government to pay for his divinity school loans, I mean, it really tripped me out. And this is before the churches started closing, which they need to close. Because you don't hear them talking about what my highest commander, who is the way, truth, and life, said in Luke chapter 4, and I think it's verses 17 to, to 31, about when he went into the synagogue and read from Isaiah 61, verse 1. But more emphatically, they beat him up, shoved him out of the synagogue. Then he tried to walk in their midst. He walked in their midst. He did an inner dimension. But that's what we have the ability to do. But many of these other people are coming into my country illegally. They're standing in our homes illegally, interdimensionally. That is your uh, very, what he says, invisible war. And they're in violation to our laws because number four of the top ten amendments says we're supposed to be safe in our home, our papers, no one's supposed to be even walking in there, and even our cops. Pennsylvania, we have what's called a castle law, C-A-S-T-L-E. Again, I gave you Black's Law Dictionary. We should stop repeating foolish idiosyncrasies 
nasty things when especially someone says, oh, that's conspiracy theory. There are eight types of conspiracies in the Black's Law Dictionary. I beg you all to please look it up and write it down. But more emphatically, please someone look up what the law is about desecrating a corpse. That's what they're doing. I thought it only happened in Philly, but you just told me several other states. What they're doing with these bodies, I told you, once they get the organs, melanin is used, and I heard the infomercial from Cindy, Brink, Cindy Crawford and Christy Brinkley several years ago. They put the melanin into a bottle, and they apply it to their skin. There are other beings that actually drink it. They are called cannibals. It's a Canaanite conquistador variable. They use body parts, organs for rituals, and they implant them because the Caucasian mothers said that their children, they're going to let them choose their sex. Many of them need now wounds. Please look up HR, House Bill 6448 of Washington, D.C. It says organ donation. And my Harrisburg one is... Uh, House Bill, Senate House Bill 180, Act 90 of 2018. Now, the fact remains that with this COVID, which please someone needs to look that up. I understand it's all caps. That means it's, a, it's an acronym. The bottom line here is they, when I heard you all talking about, what was it? You said that, oh, the body temperature. Wi-Fi causes the body temperature to rise, and it also causes the glucose in the blood to increase. That's sugar diabetes. You can EMF plague, E as in Edward, M as in mother, F as in Frank, plague, P-L-A-G-U-E, keyword that in Nexus Magazine there was a two-part that you can look up. You may have to pay $5 or something for it. I don't know. Also gave you uh, Zen. Zinzio, oh my, I can't even think of the name of it now, but where you could get the National Geographic from April 2019, Zinio, Z as in zebra, It may cost $5 to download the magazine, but April 2019. You'll see who eats the rats. The pig is genetically informed engineered from the cat, rat, and dog. In the 1970s with the mad cow disease, and I went to the lecture to Honorable Dr. Dick Richard Califax, Dick Gregory did in, at the University of Penn in the 80s when he talked about the mad cow disease. I don't know if any of you looked that up. Please do. Because by the 1990s, they said, oh, we have the mad cow disease now. And all of the fast food restaurants, especially one that stole material from me, they love my intellectual property, much of their cows and beef is secondhand protein, but more emphatically, prions is in it, and they have all been genetically engineered. Genetic engineering causes genetic decay. And milk is what makes all those children. I've worked in the school system. They told you all that because the schools are closed, they have all this milk left over. That's what makes the children get all congested with mucus. 
we have a certain amount. I've asked you all, please study the anatomy and physiology of your body. Even get a children's book to remember and how, what your body is made up of. The body has a natural amount of mucus, but when we overaccumulate it with potatoes, did you look up acrylamide yet? A-C-R-Y-L-A-M-I-D-E, acrylamide. But more emphatically, the, this secondhand meat, this protein from the cows, very highly mucus forming, but more emphatically, the milk and the cheeses. That's why as soon as someone has uh, something that attacks their body, and you all said, hey, this uh, Wi-Fi uh, makes you get the flu-like symptom. And what's the first thing that's going to do? Try to get rid of the overaccumulation of mucus. Sister has already said how this female melanin-rich woman said that uh, if the people are getting blood clots and they have all these other problems with the mucus and they lie down in the chest, it's because you're taking in all the mucus-forming products. And the fact remains that the body will naturally, under homeostasis, write that word down, please, and they do not check for homeostasis when they're giving you all these needles. And the vaccinations every year, when I call the Center of Disease Control microbiologists, I spoke to them in the 90s, they told me all flus come from Asia Major, which is China. There's only three kinds. And when they normally give you the statistics, since you are so into statistics, the bottom line is, the next year, they tell you how many people died after getting the flu shot. The flu shot makes the person a carrier. And I made sure I understood that. When I've talked to these medical doctors, because when I went back to school taking 17 to 23 credits for hotel, restaurant, institution management, four semesters of anatomy and physiology and biology, I told you, it brought me up to date, we are naturally electrical beings. But all this mankind made, anything that's battery operated, uh, electrical, you're getting in electric beds, you want to be in an electric wheelchair, the hospitals, and now you can get it anywhere that they sell medicine because who comes to get their medicine? Sick people. Nosocomial, N-O-S-O-C-O-M-I-A-L. Nosocomial, please look that up. They're making these hotels into hospitals. Now, it's bad enough that they started renting that to the homeless people, and we won't even talk about their various diseases and things that they come away with. Someone had told me just the other month or so in Los Angeles that all those homeless people had leprosy. That's Leviticus chapter 13. That's also the curse of canon, and I can give more details. We have to take control. We're people of the law. These governors have gone out of whack. One of the first things I heard the New York governor say, oh, we need ventilators and try to blame, oh, we don't have them. And that's the first thing that these doctors have said. If a person gets on that now, I heard someone say, oh, no, but my family member lives. Maybe they really weren't on the ventilator because too many doctors have said as soon as they get on that, it takes over the functions of the body. The body is no longer in control, and the person is as good as dead. I contend that they put them on the ventilator so it makes it more easy for them to take out the organs that they want. I told you from the melanin-rich people, they want a pineal gland, that's your third eye. The pituitary gland, that is the master gland of the whole body. And some people have said that the body was, was built to carry the brain around. And what's in the brain? The pituitary gland and the pineal gland. These people use 
all these body parts, not only for rituals, that and what's her name, Margaret Singer, talking about, what is it, uh, birth control or something? No, they want the fetuses. And all I beg you all to start looking at the, the ages of the people, and the bottom line is, yes, it's an overabundant amount of melanin-enriched people. Now, I'm sick and tired of hearing the Aztecs, Incas, Mayans being considered as indigenous people. No, they are your Canaanite conquistadors, anyone that does the Santeria, Ma, uh, Obia, Vudum, uh, witchcraft, uh, Greek, uh, what is the one what they call gypsies, all them things. The bottom line here is, when I heard you say, oh, the Navajo, see, you got the ones, they, they want our blood. They, they came here, they, didn't they kill us off before? Isn't that what you said? When melanin-rich people of the four corners of the planet Earth, they did not bring any strong strapping Africans here. We were already here when they started trying to bring some, and the people there in Africa gave them to them because they gave them uh, stupid gifts. The bottom line, they were children. And just like why is it less people being in Africa that you're saying that are, are dying from it? Because all those children in the Congo as well as Madagascar are in the very cobalt and cocaine mines, mining the very stuff you need for your cell phones, iPhones, iPads, computers. Who's doing it? The very mongoloids, those Chinese. They're using melanin-rich children for slaves. Oh, but what did they do? They, they, their, their space station fell down to Earth last year. Well, why did they abort it in the first place? Because it must have been two neutron stars that collided. And when that happens in the universe, diamonds, gold, uh, all of the silver and platinum spews out in the universe, just like they showed you the walk in the space and, the, and Donald Trump acknowledged some female that did the walk in space the other year. That's all they had to do is put it on their spaceship. And now they're all near the United States of America, and they have the androids, anthropomorphic pseudo-humankind, going into the water to get the nodules that have the cocaine and cobalt. They're not using slaves for that. They're using the anthropomorphic pseudo-human. At the top of this year, Walmart said they were hiring 600 of them. Now, why is that important? Because Walmart hasn't had to do any commercial. Okay, okay wrap it up. Wrap it up. I hope Please. someone I will do their homework. I beg you to look up those words I've asked you. A, a Black's Law Dictionary is like a Bible to anyone that knows the law. Start using it. We have the Declaration of Independence. We must demand, in fact, some, since I put this out to some of my legislators, they were talking about impeaching our governor. He only knows about kitchen cabinets, but now telling everybody else what to do. And there have been codes. I have 50 years of this communication. And the bottom line is they had said, these Caucasians said in the 70s, they were going to make those Canaanite conquistadors from Mexico become the majority because they were on their way out. Their 6,000 years is up. I can give more details. It's all about organ okay. harvesting and not letting the supreme being rule. We must know our laws. And please, y'all, let's not keep calling ourselves names. Do your homework. School does not make you intelligent. These medical doctors only practice. 
And again, anytime you got these preachers standing there talking about Adam and Eve talked to a snake, it was Lucifer's penis. And guess what? Those very cherubim females that had the zoo that they made the genetically engineered being from the ape, look it up. The bottom line here is they got angry with Lucifer having sex with Adam and Eve. Remember, Adam was given both sexes. It was closed up with flesh and given, made into a hermaphrodite, just like Bruce Jenner told you. He's not gay. And that's why the mothers are saying they'll, they'll let their children choose what sex is. That's a genetic variable. Cook, the mongoloids are born with extra chromosome up until the 1970s AD. They've then since been called Down syndrome children. They're very curious. Isaac is a mongoloid. Esau and Jacob, the one you call Israel, is a mongoloid. So I can give more details. You just have to do your homework. No, this is the third time I'm asking you to wrap it up. Please, wrap it up. There's other people waiting. Oh, I'm, I have done, and I am humbled that you gave me an opportunity. It, it hurt me that I was disconnected. But I hope that someone will do their homework. The fact remains we've got to stop calling ourselves black. It's no such race as black. You want to go to school. Anthropology, archaeology, they say negroid, caucasoid, mongoloid. The latter two have, have dysfunctions. But there are beings here from other planets, like Nikola Tesla was from Venus. And, okay, and get the book dirty. Well, can uh, I just give you this real quick? Dirty you know, electricity uh, is too uh, vital. Dr. Milham, dirty electricity. And then the EMF plague, I told you to get that off your internet, two-part series, but also a plague of corruption. That's by Judy Mikovits. That's a new book, and it's about that very doctor that has a patent, I understand, on corona. Please look up what is the acronym for COVID. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Okay, let me see. Okay, and you were disconnected, um, not because of anything that I did. I think that was your phone. All right. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to. Hi, Donna. Hi, Renata and everybody. How are you? Um, I'm pretty good today. Thank you. Um, yeah, little seeds are popping up all over. And uh, we got a greenhouse for like less than $100. And for about $139 at Bymark, you can get all these shelves. Uh, and they're lightweight, and you can put them in a little greenhouse about 8 by 11, and mm -hmm. it's amazing. It's just, it's wonderful. Um, did, can I ask you a question, Donna? Donna, did uh -huh. it come with the lights, the grow lights and everything? No, 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 no. Mm -mm. It's, like a, it's like a little pier, and it's really cool. It has, you have to kind of stake it to the ground. Uh, I don't know how else you could do it, but that's how we did it. And it has a door in the front, door at the back, and zippers 
on both sides, and you can just uh, unzip that, roll it up, and tie it at the top. So that, like, um, but what I wanted to share was that uh, for people. Hello? Yes, go right ahead. Are you there? Okay. Yes, go for ahead. People, yeah, for people that don't have very much room, uh, you can take pallets. In a lot of places, you can get them for free. And then take the weed barrier and staple it to the bottom of the pallet. Fill it up with dirt. You can either, um, and you can also get that liner uh, that you put in hang-up plants uh, if you need that to secure the earth. You put the earth in there. You can lay it down. You can lay the pallets down and put the soil in there and plant and see your little things that just beautifully come up in a row. Um, you can also stand them up against the fence and do it that way, plant stuff that way. Um, you can use coffee containers, like Folgers coffee containers or other things. Put rocks in the bottom of it and that's a good way to grow things inexpensively. The dollar store, you can just get all kinds of things for a dollar. The dollar I've store. Seen, I have seen I have seen people grow um, things in bricks too. The kind of bricks that have the the holes in the middle or the squares in the middle. People well, grow like that. Or any kind of container, you can take a um, a gallon milk jug and and just cut it like in the middle. And mm -hmm. put some soil in there, and there's a million ways. You're right, Donna. I even have. I showed in my video I did this morning with my little garden. I um, am growing several things right out of the soil bag. You just cut a square in the soil cool. bag and and plant it, and that makes a little raised garden. Oh, that's cute. I have my lettuce set, and I have a tomato in a in a garden bag. So yeah, there's a million ways to do things. Right. So um, anyway, I wanted to share that for a lighter note. And if you want to have some escape from all this uh, heaviness, I need it myself. I, I have to go into the beta state at least once a day for a while. <laughs> it's just too much. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I can't hardly wrap my head around it. It's, uh, you know, we've been hearing about it forever. And it's just, I think uh, that video that James put out, I think there is something more we could do. Because everyone is on the computer. Uh, if you really feel serious about it and you feel like that you're a part of your community at all, you could have flyers made up sharing them with people in the communities. And because a lot of people really, you know, don't wake up over our situation, but they could wake up in other ways. It might lead them there. True. So that's my idea. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Donna. Oh, thank you. Put you on hold. Did you want to say anything else? I didn't want to stop you before you're ready. So I, I, it's just, uh, no, I'm walking around outside and it's really beautiful because I can't get over how long it rained. Just, I, 
for three years, I've watched things take longer and longer to feed and to come up because it's been wetter and colder each year. So I've heard other people speak of that, too. Yeah. That's about all I've got to say right now. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you, Donna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just as a reminder, you guys, there's no call next week, okay? It's Mother's Day. So I hope all the mothers on the call um, have a really good Mother's Day. And make sure if your mother is still in the land of the living, make sure you do something special for her. And, um, yeah. Hello. I just unmuted someone. Hello. Hello. Six online. Did you just unmute me? Did you did you just unmute me? I did. I can. Who's speaking? Oh, my name is Trisha. Hi, Trisha. How are you? I'm fine. I just wanted to report that I saw online an article. I have other things I want to report too, but first I saw an article about a woman who was in the hospital in New York, and she called her husband and reported to him that she, well, in the hospital she supposedly had COVID, and, and she was in a in emergency room with other patients. And she called her husband and told him that they were going in that hospital room, and she was the last one, and she got killed last while she was on the phone with him. Okay. Okay, excuse mm-hmm. me, I'm sorry to take you off, but your um, phone had cut out, so you, so we didn't mm-hmm. hear everything. I think I missed something important. So you said the lady was in the hospital. She called her husband and said what? She was in the emergency room with the COVID and along with other patients, and they were going around to kill everyone. They were giving them a shot, and they, they were killing them, and she was the last one. And they had an um, audio of her. She was Dominican, but they played an audio of her hmm. when she was on the phone with him. And I they also had a very... Huh? Did they, they eventually killed her too? Yes. She said, he said they killed her. He reported that she was killed in that hospital room. But she had hmm. gotten to call him first before they did so. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. Now, I had a really strange experience last Saturday. Your phone's cutting out. Your phone is cutting out. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Hello? We can't hear you. Your phone's cutting out really bad. Yeah, your phone's cutting out real bad. Can't hear you. Hello? Maybe you can go to another room or something. Maybe you can go to another room because we can't hear you. Hello. 
Can't hear you. Sorry. Can you um can you go to a different location? Maybe it's in the room that maybe the reception is bad where you are. Yeah, we can't hear you too well. Can't hear you. Yeah, we can. We can't hear you. It's really it's it's cutting up real bad. Can you go to another room? Is there another room you can go to? Can you go to another room? Or a different area? Okay, so she hung up. We'll give her a few minutes to see if she calls back. All right, well, this was a really good call, you guys. Um, I'll give her a few minutes to see if she calls back. Otherwise, we will end. There was something I did want to share with you guys. James, thanks so much for that video. That was a good one. You know, and I, I really, it's really sad to think that all of those uh, cattle ranchers and the farmers who supply food to our stores, most of them are going to go bankrupt, probably lose their, their farms and their homesteads. And, you know, it's just sad how every single industry has been brought down by this COVID stuff. You know, whether you believe it or not, um, I, I do believe that it was all an agenda. I do think people are dying. I've said that over and over. I do, you know, people in my family have, well, one person in my family has it. Um, but it's bringing everybody down. I, I do think it was an agenda. I think it was put out there on purpose. I really do. Let me see what I can find on this website. Hold on. Okay, let me read something for, from the Daily Motivator while we wait to see if, if this lady is going to call back. I haven't read anything from here in a long time. So this is the Daily Motivator, and this particular motivation is called, What Can You Do? What matters is what you can do in any situation, in any time, with any person, with any kind of drama that's going on, what what any kind, uh, excuse me, with any kind of challenge that faces you, the thing to ask is, what can you do about it? With any kind of limitations you run up against, with any kind of environment you find yourself in, with any type of people you're working with, what matters is what you can do. That's what you focus on to be successful. Because the fact is, you absolutely can make a meaningful difference. You can make good things happen. You can prevent bad things from happening. You can take one idea, combine it with another idea, add in some resources, and create something of great value. 
You can create new useful products, services, experiences, ideas, joys. You can be the creative source of all kinds of things that add to the richness of life. You can do that. You. You're built to do that. From a long line of successful ancestors, you have inherited the skills for making good things happen, for adding goodness to life, and you can do so in meaningful and purposeful ways. The question you must ask yourself when you get up in the morning, when you walk into a room full of people, when you get a telephone call about some crisis where there are bills to pay and not enough money to pay them, when somebody close to you has become ill, the question to ask yourself is, what can I do? What can you do to improve the situation? It's not always as easy, an easy question to answer. In fact, it should not be an easy question to answer. And the difficulty of that answer is the power of your response. So don't look for easy answers to what you can do. Look for effective answers. Look for powerful, meaningful answers. They are there. You can come up with them. What can you do? Okay, that's good. And that ties into a comment that Charles made earlier when he was saying that, you know, it's not only about um, growing your own food, which I agree with, but I still encourage people to, to do that because you do need to be able to sustain yourself and your family. So I definitely encourage you to get some seeds and, and, and start you a, a garden. Um, but also what Charles was saying was, it's not only about that and taking care of ourselves, but trying to see what we can do to help humanity as a whole. Um, something, something as simple as signing the petition that the farmer was talking about. And I did not write that petition down. Um, but the name of the video, if you want to go and, and check it out and hear what he said, let me see if he wrote it here. Oh, and they also put a, a, a booklet on this video that tells you how to grow your own food. So I'm going to look at that. But um, the title of the video is called Shad, S, like Sam, H, A, D, Shad, hyphen, America's, apostrophe S at the end, food supply is being destroyed. So Shad hyphen America's food supply is being destroyed. Okay. So go and look at that video. And then a few minutes in is when he tells you, you know, how we, how we all can help, uh, by going to a particular, um, petition that's out on the internet. And again, I didn't write it down, but it's only a six minute video. So you'll be able to find that petition. And, uh, like Charles said, we all should sign it. You know, that's a small little thing that we can do and we can look for other petitions to sign. We can write our local representatives, whoever they may be in your area. Um, there are protests going on. If you want to join some peaceful protests, you know, we should be doing something because if we all come together, we have the power to, to stop this, whatever this thing is that's going on, this full blown new world order. Um, we have the power. We really do. But we have to know that we have the power and we all have to come together and lose the fear. And that's how, you know, we can reverse this thing. Okay, I think Trisha is back. 
Oh, did she drop off again? Yeah, something's going on with her phone. Okay, so she dropped off again. Okay, so I'm going to say goodnight because I need to go and do some things before um, the sun goes down. You guys have a very blessed um, next couple of weeks. Remember, no call um, this Sunday. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, okay? And I'll talk to you guys the Sunday after. Okay, have a good evening, you guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.